0: are listening to Crash Live Podcast. In this episode, Captain Beanard joins to talk about the rumors surrounding the upcoming Pokemon Nintendo Switch games. Check us out live on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Crash 37 back with Crash Live Podcast. We got Captain Beanard joining us today from his Pokemon channel, Captain Beanard, What's going on, (laughs) guys? Some rumors came out about the next Pokemon games on Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Uh, They are rumors as of right now, but there are some things pointing towards them being true, and we're going to talk about all that. So, uh captain what are the rumors exactly
1: okay so um the main thing that we we uh got a couple of days ago actually was um the rumor that there is going to be a new game a switch exclusive uh called pokemon let's go two different versions that are rumored uh pikachu version and an eevee version uh so the basic um idea of the game as we know it now is that it's supposed to be a combination of a Pokemon Yellow remake, which would be a Gen One remake fused with Pokemon Go. So that's kind of like the the general outline of what it's supposed
0: to be. All right. So, so let's um yeah, let's let's pause there for a second. So uh so I think the first Pokemon game on the Switch not being Gen Eight is an amazing idea. Um yes,
1: I would agree with that actually.
0: Yeah, because the first time that they they jump into a new console, I feel like they're not at a hundred percent. Like yeah. X, X and Y weren't that great, but you know um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire were a lot better just because they didn't yeah. have to spend time modeling and everything, and they had everything together.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I actually um, I did enjoy X and Y. I'm not gonna lie, I thought they could have been better. Um, maybe that was just because after the catastrophe that was gen five in my mind um, X Y seemed a lot better than that but they still had a lot of room for improvement but then absolutely when uh Omega Ruby Alpha sapphire came out for gen 6 there was uh they were much more polished and everything flowed a lot better so um, absolutely mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think uh starting with a remake especially a kanto remake because that because a, a lot of people bought the switch it's not like uh yeah. I mean like a lot of people bought the, the you know the DS and 3ds as well but it's yeah people that have been a like Nintendo fans for like a long time, maybe coming back because they weren't a fan of the Wii U or the Wii, um, Mm -hmm. buying the Switch, picking it up, and they're like, oh man, I got to play this Pokemon Yellow, which is uh, personally my favorite Pokemon game. Tapping into that
1: uh, nostalgia factor once again is uh, Pokemon.
0: Yeah, and it's it's the best Pokemon game.
1: Yes. I was going to say, yeah, so a couple other things about um, Let's Go or the uh, the rumors about Let's Go anyway. Um, So it's supposed to be... um, it's supposed to retain some of the features from Gen 7, how uh, there's no HMs anymore, which was uh, one of the uh, big steps that they took in Gen 7 games, um, was that there's no longer um, HMs for Pokemon. You now have just ride Pokemon that you can call whenever you want mm-hmm. to uh, to do that stuff, which I thought was a great idea and long overdue, actually, in Gen 7. Um, so to retain that is definitely a great idea um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Also, there's supposed to be uh, an online hub versus the uh, Festival Plaza for uh, online gameplay, which I think would be another amazing idea, too, because the Festival Plaza from Gen 7 absolutely sucks ass. It absolutely sucks ass. And I um, am a very avid uh, competitive battler online, and I can say that with the utmost conviction that it sucks ass. So yeah, yeah, um,
0: it definitely does. Um, yeah. Getting rid of HMs is one of the, the best uh, progressive moves that they've done in the Pokemon series, especially going back to Gen mm-hmm. 1, because having to teach having to waste a move slot on Flash to get through the stupid cave was <laughs> awful. Yeah. Like, I, awful. yeah, I used to not even do that. I wouldn't even uh, waste my time with it. I would just like look at a guidebook and trace <laughs> my steps through a map
1: it's funny you should say that because i did uh, minus the guidebook thing i did the exact same thing when i was playing those yeah. games and then again in uh, gen 4 when you needed a uh, flash they kind of like brought flash back in diamond pearl platinum that you needed it in certain uh-huh. spots and i was just like fuck that and right. i just like wandered my way through the cave because i didn't want to waste the move spot because you only get four move spots so like why am i going to waste it on this nonsense you know
0: yeah and um the other thing that you mentioned about the the what, what's it called Festival Plaza
1: in Gen Seven, yeah, the online yeah. interface is called Festival Plaza.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like like that kind of uh, online setup, it might have worked on the DS because Maybe. you know it you had because you had to connect to the internet and everything. Um, right. The three DS, I mean, it shouldn't have been that difficult um no, not but, at all and yeah. actually
1: um i would argue that the online setup that they had in uh gen six was actually even better than the festival plaza and gen seven honestly yeah definitely um because at least they're like, so, in, so for those of you who don't know the Festival Plaza and Gen 7, so you get basically a list of everyone who's online and you can challenge them to a battle or have a trade with them. But if they're currently engaged in doing something else, either not even necessarily inside of a battle or a trade, but if they're even requesting a battle or a trade with someone else, it won't even show them your request, which is ridiculous, in my opinion, like, it's it's such a it's such a primitive online interface, if you even want to call it that. That at least, even in the Gen Six um, online interface for the Pokemon games, it would at least tell you if someone was challenging you to a battle or a trade if you weren't in a battle or a trade, so you could decide, oh, do I want to keep doing what I'm doing or do I want to abandon that and accept the challenge that this other guy is making me? So. It's like in Gen Seven, you can't even do that with the Festival Plaza. So I, I, I really don't know what they were even going for in the Festival Plaza, but it was it's it's awful. It's there's no two ways about it. It's awful. So I, I would be very excited in the future if they were to completely get rid of that and uh, structure an actual online interface, which is something that's well overdue in the world of Pokemon, in my estimation.
0: Yeah. So in uh, Gen Six, I believe you could turn online on and then play the rest of your game and then if someone to challenge you it would pop up um yep. i think in gen 7 what they're trying to do with the festival plaza is kind of bring back join avenue from black and white uh 2 i think
1: probably i never played black and white 2 so i i couldn't <laughs> yeah. as as hardcore of a pokemon guy as i am i i couldn't even pick those games up because i was so disappointed with gen 5 um but but yeah if you, I'll, I'll take your word for it
0: yeah because uh i actually enjoyed uh join join plaza or whatever it's called um because it join was avenue, did you join, it? yeah join avenue there it is because it was um you could customize it which you can also do in festival plaza but with uh omega ruby not for sapphire you didn't need that anymore because you had your your bases and whatever that you could customize yourself which yes i believe what they should be able to let you do in the switch game since it's only like a, a you know uh more um you know more impressive hardware Are they able to do more stuff with it uh better on better online system <laughs> kind of of course yeah um they should be able to let you like you know make your own gym or something like customize the inside have people be able to come and like battle for like a like a customizable badge or something but
1: yeah and i yeah. think um i think that feeds into the next point i was going to make which i think is is the last main point as far as the um the rumors about uh Pokemon Let's Go is that uh, it's supposed to, the uh, the the Pokemon catching system is reportedly supposed to work the same as it does in Pokemon Go, and there's supposed to be some sort of way that you can link and or cross over Pokemon Go with Pokemon Let's Go to have some type of reward for doing that or something like that, which obviously if they were to bring that to a console that would completely change the game um as far as the way pokemon are caught is you know quite different on pokemon go versus on um you know the the core pokemon console games that we've seen up to this point so that would be a pretty huge um huge leap right there yeah
0: um what i've seen in the rumors that said that they were going to incorporate um aspects of pokemon go into the games which everyone's like freaking out because like oh i don't want to walk around but the the switch does not have uh like actual cellular network on it and it's not able to tell where you're at or how far you're walking. So that, that's right. I was just gonna say yeah, that's really out have the window
1: abilities anyway.
0: Yeah, so that that's a non issue. Um what I think they're gonna do is something maybe with the catching mechanics, maybe you can like in handheld mode you can flick it to catch or something or um definitely have the Pokemon out in the field where you can see them. Yeah. Because there is a there is a screenshot out there, um a supposed screenshot of okay. a trainer on a Lapras. Um I think it's somewhere near Cinnabar Island or maybe um the other island that you catch uh, Articuno. Okay. And the Sea Film Islands, I think. Yeah, yeah. And someone matched it up matched up the rock placement on the screenshot from the actual map from uh Red, Blue, and Yellow. And you okay. can f- and you can see Pokemon like in the water.
1: That would be pretty awesome actually. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that that's what I think is when they're going to take from Pokemon Go is actually have them, you know, a, be able to see them out on the field. Yeah,
1: that would be that would be pretty awesome, I think. Um, I will say um, overall, and again, this is all just rumors, although um, a couple of days after this, these rumors came out. Um, what was it? There was uh, some kind of uh, logo or stamp or something. What was that on it?
0: Yeah, there's um, there's a logo out there. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, these are things that kind of uh kind of back the rumors. Um there is there's a logo. There was some kind of logo with like an Eevee tail coming out of it found somewhere. Um Yeah, um, yeah, I, think the, yeah
1: I remember that one.
0: Yeah, I think the social media accounts are have been um posting pictures of Pikachu and Eevee. There's like mm. you know, promotional items. And uh very recently, uh, within the last few days, the uh domain names for Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee have been registered by the company that registered um, uh, other domains for Sun and Moon, I think, right? Or, right, or yeah. that
1: was um, uh, that was the other thing. Was originally, I think, it actually, uh, that was even before the registration was. Um, the source of these these supposed leaks was actually the same uh, source that. Um, I guess leaked or um, whatever you want to call it for uh, sun and moon Mm -hmm. and gen seven before they were released. So that's why everybody was like going ape shit over. This was because it was the same source that confirmed sun and moon, which was obviously true. Um, So that's why everybody was like, Oh my God, this is hundred percent legit, which I got to be honest with you. When I first saw these um, supposed leaks and supposed rumors, I was not impressed or convinced at all that it was legitimate. Although I have to say at this point with everything that's happened, it really does look like it is legit. Um, But I was initially, I was very, very skeptical because it really didn't look or feel like something that was legit to me based on everything we've seen from Pokemon in the past.
0: Right. And I think, I think that comes back to it's, it's their first time uh, putting, like a like an actual um Pokemon series game on a console mm-hmm. other than you know like a like a smaller handheld so they they have a lot of room to work with um, Yes, regarding the mechanics what they can do uh the the uh setting you know the map and everything so what i think they are trying to do i mean who knows what they're trying to do honestly they do like mm-hmm. they do a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense yes that but, is that is true <laughs> yeah but um what I think would make sense is again the first game that they're putting onto a console, onto the Switch, um, not be a new generation, be a remake. Go back to Kanto because it's it's everybody's favorite. Of um, course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. You, you know you're grabbing the, that older audience that might have not uh, been around the past couple years, past couple generations. I was gonna say the
1: people like you and me, like our age, basically. You yeah, know, who, mm-hmm. who were the you know the the Gen Oneers, as as we're called, you know. Yeah because we were little kids when pokemon was first introduced and so we have that you know strong nostalgic tie to pokemon so um and there were a lot of people and i think that's um to be honest with you i think that's one of the biggest if not the biggest reason um that they're doing what they're doing with uh this pokemon let's go assuming that it's legit which again um it really does look like it is legit at this point um I think they're trying to capitalize on the success of Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go, although it was a free app for your phone, um, there were a lot, a lot, a lot of people who got that app, and uh, a lot of those people were not people who are, you know, tried and true Pokemon fans like you right. and me. Throughout the years, those were people who, who were maybe the Gen Oneers, you know, who stopped playing the game after like gen two or whatever. And then, you know, they're being roped back in. So um, I feel like the Nintendo is really trying to capitalize on that saying, okay, we got all these people interested via Pokemon go. And now we're going to try and cash in on that by, um, by making an actual console game that is, you know, operates in a similar fashion to Pokemon go, but obviously much more, Evolved and much more, you know, sophisticated than what Pokemon Go is.
0: Definitely, Um, and yeah, adding on to that. um, First of all, what's up, King Zorrock? Yes, it is a Wendy's cup, also. And (laughs) um, yeah, adding on to that, a lot of people that downloaded the app, which was so many people, uh, are a lot of people that you know probably didn't have a 3DS or maybe a DS. Um, Just like a lot of people that are buying the Switch are people that did not have a Wii U or might not have had a 3DS.
1: Well, I don't think anybody had a Wii U, but that's a different story. <laughs>
0: so, there are dozens of us. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds accurate. <laughs> it does. Actually, it was funny because I was um, in prep for this. I was looking up some Nintendo sales numbers, and I like legitimately laughed out loud when I saw the Wii U sales numbers, like they were yeah. that pathetic.
0: Um, yeah. What well, was that for? Um, like what? Like f- there's a five year difference between the Wii U and the Switch, and the yeah. Switch in its first year sold more units than the Wii U did that entire time
1: yes yes it did and uh, that that is the butt of the joke right there um,
0: yeah, but um we're, yeah we're not here to talk about that
1: yeah no i i think you covered that pretty well in your uh, wii eulogy uh that you did
0: yep that's a nice plug check it out on crash up gaming
1: there you go i was gonna say yeah that was uh, that was that was one of my favorites um actually i'm not gonna lie but thank you um appreciate that no problem um but yeah so um i think uh i would also say, going back to the, uh, the let's go thing, uh, capitalizing on go, um, that's a great move on their part. That's a very smart business decision on Nintendo's part Mm. is trying to capitalize on that. Um, because again, go was such a huge success. And I, I don't know, I, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I was one of the people who got into go when it was first released. Mm. So Um, you know, which was when it was at its worst and, um, ironically. Yeah. And, um, I played go for like, I want to say six to eight months and, uh, I stopped playing it before gen two was even released and I haven't played it since. Um, because I guess I just kind of got bored with it it was like at that point in the game there was really no goal there was no end game it was very very underdeveloped and i've heard or read that it's gotten much better since then but still like when i um spend so much time playing on the ds it's like what's the point you know um
0: yeah yeah same here like i started playing when it first came out um i played Mm -hmm. it for quite a while and then i just kind of got bored of it um Mm -hmm. when they when they uh redid the way that the the gyms worked and they brought mm-hmm. started bringing out legendaries. I started playing again uh, a lot. But mm-hmm. then it's like to catch these legendaries, you have to have like, you know, like 10 people with you. I don't oh, know. OK, I don't know. Ten people who play Pokemon Go. So then I, I, yeah. just, I, just I was just going to say
1: I was, yeah. I was actually going to ask you, do you know um, how popular Pokemon Go is now versus when it was released? Because I can't imagine that it would be nearly as popular no, now as definitely. it was when it was released, despite the fact no that. Way. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, despite the fact that it is actually much, much better now than it was when it was released. Yeah, that's because they yeah. are up to like Gen three, I think now.
0: Yeah, especially with like phone apps, because people just download them and then they play them for a minute and they just never play it again.
1: Yep, and I think also because um, you know, I know like got guy, like guys like us, we have you know the DS and we have the Pokemon games for the DS, so. It, when I was playing Go, um, I'm not gonna lie; it was more of an addiction than uh, than a fun time for me <laughs> when I was playing Pokemon Go because I would just look at Pokemon Go versus say, because um, so, I think Sun and Moon was out at that point on the DS. So, or actually, I think I'm trying to think. I think um,
0: no, Sun and Moon was. Oras
1: was. I was gonna say Oras was what was current when Go was released, and then. Um, soon after Sun and Moon came out, I believe was when I stopped playing Go because I was like, you know, I looked at I look at Sun and Moon and I look at Go and I'm like, why am I wasting my time with Go? (laughs) You know. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people who uh I'm sure people who don't have DSs obviously and don't play the core game series, um, that it's you know fun for them to do that. And again, with me it was honestly more of an addiction because you, you know you walk around you get free stuff you know all that kind of stuff um with pokemon go so so it was definitely addicting to to play honestly
0: yeah um and so the things that you know i think they're going to bring in from that <laughs> um again is is not going to be anything that you have to like go outside to do because no not at all the switch can't track that um so hopefully there's gonna i mean like not hopefully but i mean what would make sense is maybe well i want the game to be online all the time like i mean not have to be online all the time but the ability to be online all the time so maybe there are certain spots in different areas where you you do pick a team and you have to capture like a gym or something you know what i mean like
1: yeah that would be um that would be interesting if you if it had um kind of the same um you know, mechanic about it that Go had with taking gyms, except yeah. for, um, in this case, it would be you know actual like real battles like you got on the cut right. game, game Pokemon series. So I will say overall, I am although I'm not a Switch owner and I don't necessarily know that this game would be enough to persuade me to buy a Switch. I will say that I am at this point very intrigued about the prospect of Pokemon Let's Go. I'm uh, even though we're purely in the rumor phase like at mm. this time last week nobody knew anything so these are basically fresh off the conveyor belt rumors you know fresh out of the oven whatever you want to say you know um rumors so um but those rumors are enough to have me quite intrigued as to what they're gonna pull off so um
0: yeah I guess um, we'll see. yeah but uh the whole like gym thing taking a gym for like maybe a team or something could tie into actually having your own gym um like, Everybody mm-hmm. is able to build their own gym for their team or something, and like other people can come in and battle you for them, or or like even even like you pick a team to mm-hmm. put it in that gym and they have to battle a like, like you know computer AI uh using that team,
1: yeah, like that would like be, the, um, yeah, like that, that would be interesting.
0: That makes sense. And you customize your gym with like different decorations, I think that would be awesome. Um, maybe having yeah, like,
1: customization is all always, uh, always a good thing, like in um, yeah in uh Sun and Moon and then we'll even in uh X and Y started it actually with the being able to customize your, right, uh, yeah, your, your trainer mm-hmm. and then in uh Sun and Moon they continued that and I think that was a, that was another great leap that was uh, well overdue in the world of Pokemon.
0: Yeah, actually in in Gold and Silver you could decorate your room, right? Or was that um, was that just in Stadium too?
1: I think that <laughs> might have been Stadium. I don't think you if I will say if you could decorate your room in Gold and Silver, I never did it. I never bothered yeah. with it. But um, I, I want to I say you could been...
0: like I want to say you get like like dolls like you can in a uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Oh Southland.
1: yeah 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 you do you do get the dolls. Um, I never really bothered with that too much because that's just like you're not going to spend the whole game in your room, you know? So right? You yeah, cares. yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, but if they give us like a like something that you can actually do things with, like customize your little gym and have people come in and battle yeah. you and stuff, like that would be a, well, yeah, like, that good would idea. make more sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then that you know seeing the Pokemon in the field. It's something that people have been asking for for a long time. Um, yeah. Ha- yeah. Having a uh, companion like in gold and silver. I mean, I was going to say, I really, heart, gold, um,
1: yes, I was going to say, I really do miss that. Honestly. Like when I played um heart, gold and soul silver back in gen four and they brought that back, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was really hoping that they would continue that. And that was, you know, not to beat up on gen five too much because we can, sit here all night and do that um when they went to gen 5 and you couldn't do that anymore i was like what the hell you know and then continued on in gen 6 and gen 7 that you don't have your your pokemon on the front of your team walking with you and i you know i don't understand why they would take that away to be honest with you because obviously it's not a um it's not a technological limitation obviously if they could do it in gen 2 so uh you know um so I, I think that's just a cool feature that for whatever reason they've they've cut from games, and I, I would definitely like to see that come back.
0: Yeah, like I would understand maybe in like the 3D games where they didn't do it, but they didn't even do it in Gen 5, which is still 2D.
1: Yes, and then, um, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> maybe they didn't feel like programming all those sprites. Uh, maybe, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because, uh, like, that would be a good way to, to add some different um, aspects to it. Like, let's say, like, instead of having to pull out the uh, like the item finder or whatever, mm-hmm. like, a certain Pokemon can pick up hidden items, like, off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know which ones would do that. Maybe, like, um, well, they do actually, like um, um, watch out for something.
1: Well, they do have Pokemon with the, um, the pickup ability. Right, um, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't, like, actually register or even say that they picked something up like if you're walking along with that pokemon in your party mm-hmm. um they can pick up items but it won't actually say that they picked the item up you'll just right. go to the pokemon window and it'll, it'll they'll all of a sudden have an item you yeah
0: know? yeah like something like that or um this actually actually like with more that. of
1: an interaction where they actually yeah. show it and they yeah that, that would be interesting
0: mm-hmm. or if they have like um like hidden areas that you can go uh maybe that maybe that's how they're going to incorporate the um Like legendaries you know how they had like the wormholes or whatever the
1: ultra wormholes yeah which i know a lot of people um in ultra sun and ultra moon with the ultra wormholes to find the legendaries i know a lot of people didn't like that um so i'm gonna throw an unpopular opinion at you and say i actually did like that (laughs) um because i like the idea of being able to grab all those legendaries from all those different generations Mm -hmm. and i think even though the controls going through the ultra wormholes are very, very bad. Um, it's still enjoyable. Like it's a cool concept to me. Like it's, it's very, you know, crude and the control is very like the, you know, controls of going through the ultra wormholes are very bad, but I really enjoy the concept of it.
0: Yeah. Like I, I never played uh, ultra sun or ultra moon. So I'm, right. not, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but, uh, <laughs> so no, no, uh but, um, but uh-huh. like w- what I'm, what I'm talking about is in uh, like, uh, a make Ruby off a Sapphire when you're, you can fly to the different um, little islands. Yeah. And you so, know, there's a thing like that. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you have like a, like maybe like a Watchog or something on your team or like a psychic Pokemon, they can pick up, um, you know, where these hidden areas are for legendaries. I think that would be a pretty cool inclusion.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, so in, so basically to just kind of give you a quick idea of what I'm talking about. So um, picture the uh, in, in, um o-r-a-s where they you know you fly around the sky on latios or latias mm-hmm. um picture that except for you're on either a lunella or a solgaleo the the gen 7 legendaries um and you go basically what it is is you go through the wormhole and then you're traveling on that pokemon and you have to use the uh, tilt access on the ds to steer
0: oh that's, um, that's ugly
1: yeah that's so that's, that's why i said the steering is very bad but. There's um, as you're flying, you're basically flying through space doing it, and there's five different colored wormholes that you go into, and there's of each color, there's commons, there's rares, there's like super ultra rares. So, um, and you want to find the the wormholes that are like the really really rare ones, and each color of wormhole has a different set of legendaries that could potentially appear there. So it's like you're you're traveling through space and you're looking for the rare wormholes and. Um, you know you, you, you even if you go through the rare one you don't know what's going to be there um so i don't know i i did enjoy that because it's it it's kind of like a it's almost like an excitement kind of because it's like you don't know what color wormhole you're going to find you don't know you know what's going to be in there when you find it so it's i i did enjoy that actually although like i said the controls were are god awful um but i bet yeah um but yeah, something like that would be would be definitely interesting. I always like when they when they find a way to bring um, the legendaries from previous generations back to catch them because they you know they bring back just about everything else from you know Pokemon wise anyway. You can right. you always have some way of obtaining the Pokemon from previous generations um, in the new games. So um, being able to obtain the legendaries too is always cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that would make sense if they want to like tie in. Um... Like companion Pokemon, give them something to do.
1: Yeah, I mean in in Gold and Silver and, and Heart Gold and Soul Silver, they were just kind of there, which is, is cool in its own way, but it would be even nicer if they served some kind of function, obviously. Right. Um,
0: even even if it raised the um affection levels because like I don't think they need to. Oh keep... it
1: did. It it did in uh Heart Gold and Soul Silver, at least I know it did it, it uh walking with them uh raise the friendship or one right, or yeah. happiness or one of those values if yeah. did raise them. I I mean
0: like the the one that whichever one has needed to evolve into the um into Sylveon. That like,
1: is I, I don't remember which one that which I think one it's, that is. I, I, think it's, I know it's for different right? Pokemon. Yeah, I know for actually different Pokemon evolve on different qualities. So I know like um some evolve like on happiness and some evolve on friendship and yeah it's all you know, what's the difference between happiness and friendship? I don't know. But um yeah, yeah, nintendo thinks there's a difference so there you go but
0: yeah yeah the different stats um, in the game um i mean the happiness one is uh you know you can raise it by battling and healing them or whatever but right. instead of bringing uh pokemon to me or whatever continuing with that mm-hmm. if you're able to uh have your pokemon gain that stat while it's your companion that would be a mm-hmm. lot better
1: yeah that would and again they were they did do that in gen 2 and yeah that would was uh was a lot nicer to be able to do it that way rather than, um that they, that little like mini game that in Gen six it was Pokemon of me and then in uh, Gen seven it was um like I don't think it I don't even know if it oh it was, it was Pokemon like the same refresh thing. yeah it was oh, it yeah. was called Pokemon refresh but it was basically the same thing except for um you feed them different things but it's it's the same thing so yeah um, that can get kind of tedious doing that and even though it's not really an essential part of the game um it can get tedious if you want to you know let or for certain pokemon it is if you want to evolve them um but uh yeah having having the uh the companion thing back would would definitely um make that a little better a little easier so
0: yeah uh so i think we covered everything involving the rumors
1: yeah i was gonna say there's there's not a ton of rumor right now um but yeah i think we we Talked about that pretty well. Uh, the one thing actually that was uh, a surprise to me about the rumors as a whole, and this is you know, obviously, if the rumors are to be believed is 100% true, is that this is not Gen 8, which is what a lot of people have been speculating about and uh, clamoring for, I guess you would say, and anticipating is gen 8 spoilers and this is clearly not gen 8 um, right regardless of how true or untrue these rumors are this is not gen 8
0: mm-hmm. So um, yeah and then one thing it, it could tie into it as well um there's a lot of references to kanto in sun and moon so yes. you know these new um gen 1 type games could be taking place at the same time or even like around yeah, the same that's,
1: time. Well, hasn't that always been like a huge question in the Pokemon universe is like what happens? And there's like a, I'm sure you've, you've heard of it if you're not, even if you're not like super familiar with it, is that there is a whole huge fan theory about which regions chronologically occur before which regions. And, you know, where like the, like on Poke Earth, like where the regions are in relation to each other. I mean, obviously, um. Johto and Kanto are right next to each other, um, as we all know. But other than that, it's all speculation. So, um, yeah. So there's a ton of fan theory on all things Pokemon um, in that regard.
0: Yeah, um, I think uh, I think it's what, like Gen One, three, one and three are are the same time. Two, four, and no, two and four, and then uh,
1: yeah, seven is supposed to be before everything. That was the the latest one. Um, was that and that was the reason
0: I think six is on the same time as three too right uh, I'm not 100%
1: sure about that I uh, the only uh, the only one thing that I know for sure as far as the timeline goes or so it's supposed to be seven is supposed gen seven is uh, according to fan theory anyway seven is supposed to be chronologically before the rest and the fan theory reason why is because the way they did Gen 7 with the whole island trials instead of gyms was like, oh, yeah, gyms but, weren't like a thing yet. Yeah, but,
0: but 7 can't be the first one because red and blue are older in Gen 7.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. But no way. I didn't say I subscribed to the fan theory. I just said that's what the fan theory is, was that um, based on the the game mechanics of, of Gen 7, that that's the thing. Um,
0: yeah, but I mean, they acknowledge like other regions, so... And they oh, know they've they been doing yeah. that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they know about how they're the champions and everything are set up. So right. obviously then it's not the first one. That that's just If you believe that you're stupid. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to talking Yeah, to no, I know. everybody I know. watching. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> but yeah, no, it doesn't yeah, make a lot of sense, but But if these new games are parallel to Gen 7, we would have mm-hmm. like an older red and blue, which mm-hmm. you know, Pikachu is reds and Eevee is blues. So of it, course. it makes sense. Um Maybe they'll be like incorporated into the story somehow, uh, either yeah. before or after their trip to um, wherever Gen 7 was.
1: <laughs> Alola.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's say Honolulu.
1: Yeah, yeah. To, <laughs> to Hawaii, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's uh, how that's going to tie in is is interesting. But um, I think um, what's even more interesting to me than that is the whole, um, the question that is begged by the fact that it looks like the next um the next wave of pokemon games are going to be remakes and the question that that begs is where is gen 8. Mm -hmm. so um i think that is a really interesting question i have my own kind of theories as to as to um, what's going on with that and um the number one theory i have is that they're really trying to prolong gen eight prolong the release of gen eight uh because they really don't know what they want to do with it and uh not from not just from like a marketing standpoint of uh whether or not they want it to be um a switch exclusive or whether they want it to be for both the 3ds and the switch or if they want to just keep it on the 3ds um but i also think that um they're really running out of ideas for Pokemon to be honest with you. Like we have um, after there's one more legendary event, legendary that's going to be released uh, in ultra sun and ultra moon, um, which looks pretty cool by the way, Uh Zerora or something.
0: Yeah. I it's think called. I saw
1: it. Um, so after the release of that guy, we are at 807 Pokemon over a seven generation span and that's a lot do. of freaking pokemon okay <laughs> so um I, I you know i think they're they might be having a little bit of difficulty coming up mm-hmm. with new ideas for pokemon character designs new ideas for you know gyms and stories plot points regions you know geography just you know characters the whole nine yards because pokemon is a 20 plus year old franchise with 807 different pokemon not counting that number would probably be closer to a thousand if you counted um you know alternate forms and you know all that crazy stuff going on that you know yeah. that Pokemon Big, is known for
0: what's up, so,
1: yeah <laughs> exactly ahead. so um so yeah i think that's that's a huge a huge theory of mine is that um they're really just unsure of where they want to go from here because Uh, Because timeline-wise, this is why everybody's been, you know, there's been a lot of Gen 8 speculation is that uh, timeline-wise, we would be at this point, if not for the spoilers of Pokemon Let's Go, we would be gearing up for Gen 8 spoilers at this point in the cycle, Right. but we're getting a remake instead, which, you know, kind of really pushes me toward feeling how I feel. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, um, because I think when you... Russia generation and when you decide to go for uh quantity over quality in uh your game then we end up with what we had in gen 5 which i did not like at all so um so i think them if they're unsure of the direction they want to take them taking their time with it is definitely a good thing
0: yeah uh, i think the story of gen 5 was not bad but a lot of the pokemon yeah. were, were dumb looking yeah and a lot of them a lot of the gameplay was kind of iffy but um so i have a couple yeah. ideas what what with what, what they're doing? Um, okay. So first This is the this is the most out there one. It's probably definitely not true. But well, you might as well start with the farthest out. Yeah yeah out yeah. I'll start with that one. Uh, since they are getting up there, close to a thousand Pokemon total. Uh, mm-hmm. definitely have to be run out of ideas. Like how mm-hmm. many how many little creatures can you think about? You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, Ice cream cones, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: what if they're just rebooting the franchise, starting with Gen one?
1: Oh boy. Um. You know, I I've heard I heard rumors about that dating back to the end of Gen 6. So when after uh ORAS um and all that went down, there were a lot of rumors that 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 Pokemon franchise was going to reboot after Gen 6 and it didn't right. happen. Right. Then I know after Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were confirmed, there were a ton of more rumors that this was going to be it that after Gen 7 Pokemon was going to be rebooted and i i really just think that would be a bad idea in my opinion because i'm not i'm not a big fan of reboots in general with Mm. anything with um you know game series movies tv shows just really anything because a reboot to me is is the developer or the creator of of the product telling me that they want me to forget about everything that they've done and everything that's happened up to this point and just start over with a clean slate and try again. And that's just a complete load of horse shit to me because why have I been a fan of you for so long? Why have I been a fan of your product for so long for you to just come out and tell me, oh, never mind, We're going to start over.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. I
1: hate that. I really hate that, to be honest with you. So uh, I really don't want that to happen. But I'm not saying that it won't happen because, um, there is, there is a possibility and I think there's more of a possibility now than there's ever been that that could happen. Um, but I really don't want to see it happen. So, um, yeah,
0: um, we got a comment. Um, Esther here says, I think Pokemon switch, we need to choose a region and then choose what next region we want to go to. So I actually made a video with, uh, another one of our friends, um, back in, I think December, Uh, that we talked a little bit about what we want uh, the next Pokemon to be. So this is actually what I was going to say my next point before getting to to Gen 8. I said this before Gen 7 is they should give us a game since we're, you know, now on bigger hardware um, Mm -hmm. where you start with one region and then are able to branch out into the other regions. Like just put them all in one game. Um, It wouldn't be hard to figure out how to do it. A lot of people are like, oh, what about leveling or whatever? But like have have your Pokemon region locked until you beat the champion of uh, another region. That fixes everything. (sighs)
1: Yeah, um yeah. I do I do think uh I would say um how do I put it I would love that two two things I would absolutely as a you know hardcore Pokemon fan I would absolutely love that as I'm sure you would if they came out with a game that you went through every single region mm. and as a realist I can honestly tell you I don't think we will ever see that the, um because not that they couldn't make it work I mean again um I think the leveling would be, and even with what you're proposing, I think the leveling would still be a little bit of an issue. Like They would have to micromanage the leveling of the Pokemon so meticulously that it would be obnoxious um, to go through, at this point, seven regions. Um, but, well, even though Kanto and Johto are right next to each other again, but, um, but yeah, that would be so um, difficult. Not that they couldn't do it, but that would kind of be a big drawback to me Despite that, I still think that it would be amazing for them to do something like that. But realistically, I just don't see it happening. And the number one reason I don't see it happening is because that would be, at least in my opinion, they would view that, Nintendo would view that as them just invalidating all of their products and just diminishing and, and uh, you know, reducing the significance of their product. And and to say, oh, well, here's everything all in one game. Here you go. then. You know, in their minds, it's just like, oh, well, you know, each individual region now, the stock of each individual region in every game prior to this huge game where everything's in the stock of all that just goes way down. And I don't think that that's something that they're willing to do to themselves, if you know what I mean.
0: I mean, I don't think so, because I've I've been playing these games for, what, 20 years? Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. And I would like to be able to play them all at once. Of, no, no, no. I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you. Instead of having to like, get out the, the
1: fan perspective, yeah, like, we wouldn't get out feel the that right. way. But yeah, I mean, but you, I you like never they, know what they're
0: gonna do because they, they are, they, they have been putting together the like compilations for a long time. Like back on the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo, they had the Mario All Stars, which had four Mario games on it. Um, right. You know, they, they do that stuff all the time. So it, it's it's uh, possible. Well, they may have
1: done it. They've never done it with Pokemon. I mean, yeah, they may have done it with with other franchises, but they obviously they've never done it with Pokemon. Um,
0: but um if oh. and if they are changing up the formula again for these new uh let's go Pikachu and Eevee, um you know, we can't really say what they're gonna do and not do anymore because if they change up the formula that, that much, then they could yeah. be doing anything. But we got another comment. Um need choose one starter out of all the starters. Just just <laughs> yeah, one you- starter.
1: I was just going to say, so you would have at this point, you would have 21 starters to choose from uh, three times seven uh, mental Jeez. math, but uh, yeah, but you know, that would, if they were to do a big game like that, that would be the only way to do it would be, you would line up 21 starters <laughs> and say, Hey, tip, Hey, pick one. And that would be crazy. But um, I know who I'd pick. Uh,
0: pip up. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, I knew it.
1: You did know it. You paid, you paid attention. Unlike most people when I was talking in the, uh, the gen mm-hmm. four video, you I get did. this
0: on you? Okay, Bulbasaur, baby.
1: There you go, the, the starter that gets the least love, right?
0: But he's the best one. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. But but I'm saying like the way they can make like all the regions work is like you pick whichever one you want to start, and you don't have to start at Kanto. Um, right. You pick from you know those starters. You can only catch Pokemon from that region, and then mm-hmm. once you beat the champion, you move on to another region. But all the Pokemon you have are locked to that region, so you have to start over again in another region. To another region. Yeah. So let's just say you go in order. Um, start at. Kanto, then going to Johto. Once you beat the champion in Johto, you can bring your Pokemon from Kanto over to Johto. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like that, that, would, that, that would kind be a of fixes way. the leveling issue. Right. That
1: would be a good way to fix the leveling issue and manage it. But oh, I yeah, have to And say, have like a lot
0: of like post-game content in there, too.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you would have to have a lot of post-game. I mean, the, this game would be, oh my god. Like yeah, it'd if be you were, massive. <laughs> I was just going to say like how freaking long would it take you to beat this game Like if you were playing... Yeah seven regions um but i think the the big issue that i see with with that proposal is the idea is the fact that um you'd have people you know working to create these teams like like i do and then you would say oh well now you got to start over at like level one or something when you go to the next region so like
0: right but um but, but at the same that, time that, <laughs> yeah at the same time like you're not um you get to i mean first of all you have to build different teams in different areas kind of like you know i'll uh, give you more to do rather than focus on one right. team but uh would you really um I mean actually yeah it kind of wouldn't work because what if you're trying to make a competitive team?
1: Yeah and then that's the other thing is that like you're like yeah. for me personally being a competitive player like I'm not going to like I've never and probably never will make a team that is exclusively just made of pokemon from one region like right. I like to take all those 807 Pokemon that we have access to and take, you know, one from this generation, two from that generation and, and make a team. Cause that, that means the possibilities are endless, you know, doing it that way. So, right. so but um, I will say, although there are some obvious glaring issues with, with doing that, I think it would definitely be doable to, to make one big game, you know, where you power through all the regions, but mm. I still, I still steadfast to my belief that that will never happen.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, we'll see. Because, I mean, there has to be more of a reason why they would go back to Gen 1, other than what we talked about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you you made a good point when you said that it's, it's their first Pokemon game on the Switch and they don't want to jump into Gen 8. Right. We were talking about, you know, all the reasons that they were stalling out Gen 8. So, this is kind of like two birds with one stone for them which again I think is a good move um because they want to test the waters with the game and and maybe who knows maybe this is them testing the waters to see if they want to make gen 8 a switch exclusive or not so I mean
0: that's kind of definitely they're going to make it a, gen, a switch exclusive Uh because, I mean now the, no, the cuz the, the 3DS has been out since what 2011 it's already yes. out, been out for seven years. The Switch yes. is also a handheld. By the time Gen 8 comes out, even if it's next year, the 3DS, like, it it should be dead already.
1: Well, that's the funny thing, and, and I knew we were going to get to this point, so I did a little bit of research. So, um, so so far, the um, the Switch has been out for a little over a year now, and thus far, the Switch has sold... I think it was 17.8 million consoles which does make it the fastest selling console ever which i know you're very excited about Uh, um but the thing is um as far as the ds goes last year alone the 3ds sold 7.3 million consoles now i don't know about you but I personally, for at that point, a six-year-old console, think that's pretty freaking incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's you. definitely
0: yeah. still selling. But I mean- yes, that,
1: that you're still selling that many uh, on a six-year-old handheld console that is is a pretty, you know, in all honesty, a pretty weak console compared to what else is out there in the marketplace at this point in time. Maybe the strongest handheld, but still, you know, compared to everything else that's going on, it's like yeah but to be able to sell that many consoles still speaks a lot of volumes to me and so my personal opinion is that i feel like it would be a mistake to make gen 8 a switch exclusive because while there are um again there are 17.8 million consoles of the switch that have been sold so far in a little over a year which is incredible obviously don't get me wrong um but at the same time, there are in the, at this point, seven-year uh, lifespan of the 3DS, there have been, I believe it's 72.5 million consoles of those sold. So um, I did the math, actually, and that roughly equates to about... Uh, four times as many 3DSs out there as there are switches out there. And again, you know, that number may not be 100% accurate because people break them and, you know, have to replace them and all that stuff. But but just in raw sales numbers, I mean, and obviously you would expect that because the DS has been out for seven years, the switch has been out for one year. So, you know, obviously there's going to be more DSs out there than switches out there. But my point is, I feel like they would be isolating and excluding a huge market by deciding to make gen 8 a switch exclusive and deciding to take pokemon off the 3ds i feel like that would be effectively killing the 3ds which again i i don't know their their marketing long term strategy or anything um but you know and just by the design of the switch again i don't own a switch um but by the design of the switch it kind of feels like the switch's intent was to kill the 3ds uh-huh. um, So, which, you know, again, in my opinion, I feel like is a mistake, but um, so I I think that taking Pokemon away from the 3DS would be the first step toward killing it or maybe the last, who knows. And I don't think that's a great idea, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. uh, So a couple of things. Um, When the DS was coming out, Nintendo said that it was not going to replace the Game Boy Advance. But then mm-hmm. it started selling a lot and they were like, What's a Game Boy Advance? Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah. yeah,
1: and then and then it and then it happened anyway, so
0: Yeah, so another thing, um if they do make it for the three DS, they're gonna piss off the Switch owners, right?
1: Well, that's that's why I was gonna say that they're that there's a very simple solution to this and that's make it for both.
0: But if they make it for both, it it's not gonna live up to the potential that it could be on the Switch. Because they have to they have to limit it to what the three DS can handle. Kinda of like how um right. the last Smash Bros. game came out on both the Wii U and the three DS. They had mm-hmm. to cut out characters because like the Ice Climbers because the three DS couldn't handle um like two characters per player at one time on screen.
1: Right. And and I think that would be um the way that I would solve that issue would be um, maybe make different versions of the game so you would have your your 3ds version of the game and you would have your switch version of the game and obviously you could do more things with your switch version of the game than you could with your 3ds now i don't know that would probably make them incompatible with each other which i'm not i'm not positive is something they could have done anyway although i can't see why they wouldn't be able to do it like um, if they made it the exact same game you would you know theoretically be able to versus you know battle your 3DS versus your Switch user with the game. So if they made different, you know, copies of the game, one for the Switch and one for the 3DS that had different, you know, characteristics about it, then you wouldn't necessarily get a cross compatibility which would be a drawback, but at the same time you would have to look at like you said, um you wouldn't want to massively handicap or limit the um the Switch version of the game. You would want to make it all it could be.
0: Right. Mm. And I was thinking that too. Like they could make a like a smaller version for the 3DS, but right. But then it's like, who who would want to play that when there's a better version out there?
1: Well, I I can answer that by saying me, because <laughs> I don't want to buy a Switch. So, <laughs> uh, and well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't 100 percent say that, because you know I. Again, I don't own a Switch currently. Um, It's something that I've been thinking about buying. And if Pokemon goes exclusively to the Switch, I would basically have no choice but Mm. to buy a Switch. And that is actually a point that I wanted to draw as well, which is it would be kind of a gamble um, on their part, but it would be a huge push for the Switch as if it hasn't had a big enough push already to make Pokemon a Switch exclusive because you would be pushing all the Pokemon fans such as myself who don't own a Switch to either buy the Switch or miss out on Gen 8. So that would be a very yeah. aggressive push on their part.
0: Yeah, but I mean like that's that's really how it goes because... Indeed. Yeah, because I mean uh, if you... Well how, well, how long was the gap between Gen 2 and 3? Like... Uh, oh like 2 or 3 I years I don't
1: remember. It was a, it had to be at least 3 I want to say. Yeah, and uh, then
0: I, Yeah, and then you had um and then when did when did Black and White 2 come out? Was that in 2012?
1: Ooh, again, having having not bought Black yeah. and White 2, I don't remember. Uh it might have been either It might it
0: might have been 2011 cuz I think Black and White came out in 2010.
1: I know but Yeah, actually now that I think about it, Black and White came out in 2010 cuz I did play Black and White. Um yeah. and then yeah, Black 2 White 2 is 2011. So.
0: Yeah, and then it was kind of like so. That was like you know the last game on the DS, right? And then the year after, they came out with the 3DS and gave you like uh like what like two years to get a 3DS before the Pokemon game came out. Yeah,
1: I no, I see, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. I don't know that I could necessarily draw that same comparison because the the DS of the 3DS. I mean, it's still a DS, you know. Like yeah, it's technically a different console, but it's still basically the same thing so mm. the 3ds to the switch is a much larger leap obviously um i mean so at least in my uh, my mind nice. it is so it, um, uh,
0: i mean like aside from the naming convention i mean it's it's still like a much more powerful uh hardware like it's not like a revision of it it's an entirely new thing right. even though it's part of the the family the way that the like, game boy advance was part of the game boy family but right oh well, we'll yeah. know, of
1: course yeah
0: right it's like obviously like much more powerful, but, yes, um yeah, like that like that's what I'm saying, really, is that you can't please everyone like there might be somebody with a Super Nintendo that's like well, they make super Nintendo games no more, you know,
1: yeah no're you're, you <laughs> you're right i i I see what you're saying, yeah i mean yeah. there's there's gonna be that that's why my like I said, my obvious solution is just make it for both because um either way, I think you're gonna there's a gonna be a lot of people not happy either way, so I think. You know, I think if you and again, if you make it for both, there's also going to be some people that are not happy. But um, my my happy medium, at least in my mind, after thinking about it and weighing out the pros and cons of both is I think making it for both is is a good idea, Uh, especially if they're, you know, waffling on whether they want to go exclusive for the switch or not. But um,
0: yeah, but um I guess
1: we'll see what they do.
0: Yeah, and with that too, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they would much rather piss off 3DS owners than Switch owners. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's, <laughs> and, that's
1: probably a given. Is they yeah, they don't potential really, Switch um, owners. Yeah, well, no, I was gonna say if you wanna if you wanna talk probability here, I don't think there's really a snowball's chance yeah. in hell that they're gonna make Gen Eight a 3DS exclusive. That's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, so um, that that goes back to them maybe testing the waters with uh with Let's Go Pikachu, Let's, let's Go Eevee. Yep. Um, absolutely doing that and we have a uh question here so in uh so i'm sorry i forgot what you said you wanted me to call you hello <laughs> uh yeah another comment um if you play pokemon go pikachu that player will be red or create your own person so i think i don't, I don't know if it was rumors or if it was just uh speculation on reddit that the characters would be red and blue i don't think they're going to be red and blue no yeah i was going to say yeah. actually the
1: rumor the rumor that i saw i believe was that like a, like you were going to be a third party uh, that okay. red and blue were going to be characters within the game that you would interact with and you would uh-huh. actually be your own person which i think would actually be a really good idea
0: right yeah and like uh maybe you know in, in pikachu in the pikachu version like maybe you're on a red side against blue and then on the EV game here in blue side against red, but, uh, but yeah, what I think is if, if it is parallel to gen seven, which I kind of think it's going to be, um, it's going to be like an older red and an older blue. Um, Oh yeah. I would, yeah. I would
1: definitely think so.
0: Yeah. Like, like blue is the the final elite four member, uh, red's the mm-hmm. champion, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I could, did forget. I definitely
1: see that, but again, it's, it's hard to say anything for sure with, you know, these fresh rumors that we're, we're dealing with. Um, but uh, but yeah, that, I would definitely agree. That would be, based on what we've seen, that would be more likely.
0: Right. But I just um, want like a lot of customization. Uh, okay. Your character, uh, either like a place that you have, like a house or a gym, especially. Uh, better mm-hmm. online functionality. Yeah. Um, seeing the Pokemon in the field and probably not in this game, but multiple regions somehow. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just somehow in the future. I would.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I would agree with all of that. And then um stuff that i i would want to see from gen 8 actually this this might be a little thing but um this is something that actually really bothered me about gen 7 there is no national pokédex in gen 7 and i yeah, believe so. that is the first region to ever do that that there's no national pokédex so um the gen 7 pokédex only goes uh only counts for about 400 a little over 400 pokemon i think yeah. so that's literally half of the Pokemon that exist that are not accounted for in the gen seven Pokedex. And there's no national Pokedex. And I found that to be incredibly annoying in my opinion. Um, So I would really, really like them to bring back the national Pokedex, not just for this game, but also for gen eight. When that, whenever that shows up, I would love to see that. Um, As far as, um, as far as let's go, um, what I would hope for from those games, I guess that pretty much covers it. Um, from Gen eight, I would want to see um, I would want to see more new stuff. So um, I would I would want to see them. And and I guess Let's Go is is pretty much already can you know as far as the rumors go is going to do this already. But um, to change the gameplay because mm. up until Gen seven, uh, Pokemon followed pretty much the exact same formula on all of their games. Um, yeah, you know, you yeah. have your eight gyms, your elite four, your champion, your you know all that, your villainous team, your um, legendary that you catch after the seventh gym, except for in Gen five. Um, but uh, in Gen seven, the, you know, with the the whole island trial thing, which obviously they can't duplicate that in future right. games, and I wouldn't and I wouldn't want them to. Yeah, um, I don't want to either. <laughs> yeah but but i thought it was really cool honestly and i was i was i said this in one of my in my uh, reaction video to sun and moon actually which i came out with a while ago i was very skeptical about them throwing gyms out the window in gen 7 and replacing them with the whole island trial thing but after playing the game i say that it worked very well and it was very enjoyable for me um and i was happy that they did that that they made a very significant gameplay change like they did in gen seven. And I would look for them to do more things like that in gen eight when that eventually comes out. Although obviously I would not want to see the exact same thing, um, but I would want to see more new gameplay differences in gen eight. Yeah. Um,
0: So like, that's what, with gen seven, a lot of things they did were, were good getting rid of the HMs. um, Yes. Stuff like that, but progression. Yes. Yeah. But, uh overall the game I i didn't enjoy it as much as I have older generations. I guess oh, yeah. I don't know, some, something about it. It didn't have like a it didn't have a great story progression. Just like, you know, you go here and do this trial and another trial, whatever. But Well
1: um, Yeah, the story I did kind of drag on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it kinda of
0: felt off and it was like way too like uh too long t- tutorially in the beginning. But well that's
1: yeah, they they did yeah. uh that that is one grievance I would agree with you on Gen 7 is it was too handholdy. Um you know, and yeah. again, it's a game for kids, you know, but
0: yeah. Uh, which... <laughs> yeah. So also in the new ones, uh, we got more comments, uh, new evolution, which okay. I could definitely see that if the game is called, let's go Evie. I can see a new evolution.
1: I would 100% think that there's going to be a new Evie. Well, actually, you know what? I have to backpedal on that because um, I would say that I, I was going to say there is 100% going to be a new evolution in Gen 8. Because the evolutions, with the exception of Gen One, the evolutions have all debuted in even-numbered generations. So I think it's all but certain we are going to get a new evolution in Gen Eight, which I would like to see. Also, that said, Let's Go is not Gen Eight, so right. honestly, I don't see us really getting any new Pokemon in in Let's Go at all.
0: Hmm. Yeah, probably I mean, we not. Could. But...
1: We could, but I I yeah. I seriously doubt it because as we were just talking about earlier this is, this ties into them pushing gen eight off is what ideas do they have for new Pokemon? You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, like, so going back to what I said earlier, I think they're putting these out, not only to the to distance, um, gen eight a little bit, but yes. maybe to try out some new things, like incorporating more aspects of Pokemon go changing up the, the game a little bit. That way, if people yep. don't like them, they could just be like, Oh, it was a spinoff. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just kind of sweep it under the rug. But I mean, I think Judging from what we have heard so far, even if they're just rumors, I have a good feeling about it. Um, of course, it could go completely opposite direction and include all the bad things about Pokemon Go and just like a lot of stuff that no one ever asked for or wanted. Yep. But that I mean, is a possibility. Yeah. But, you know, generally, uh, the Pokemon company has done a very good job of uh, kind of uh, progressing their their gameplay, even though it had to be similar because, it, you know, it's Pokemon. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like the battle system has to be the same um you know with with this as a uh pr- kind of like, like a spin-off offshoot kind of thing they can change a lot of things and they could be like yeah. oh yeah no, it, was a, it was a side game here's gen 8 it's yeah like uh
1: order. like what are what are all those other mystery dungeon and uh the new what's the new right one? pikachu and like yeah there's a bazillion Pokemon spinoffs that I have never played and never will and have no right. fucking clue what they are or what they're about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. And, and we talked about it earlier was um, they're definitely using this to test the waters for a lot of different things. And, and then if it doesn't work out or if anything they do doesn't work out, they can just be like, Oh, it was a spinoff. doesn't
0: count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, and, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up. We talked about pretty much every possibility
1: uh yeah, there was one thing that I did want to mention. I, what the heck was it? Crap.
0: Yeah, five seconds to think of it.
1: 5 sec. Oh man, I I'm, I'm no good under Three, pressure. 2. Um 1. <laughs> All right. You're counting down on me. <laughs> oh man. Did you say there there was another comment or there were more comments or no?
0: Um, uh, just a couple of things yeah uh, no more z-rings and mega evolutions um and oh the that was the,
1: actually I'm glad you read that because oh, that was it? The, uh, the, <laughs> that that jogged my memory i was going to say one thing that um it, it's it's ironic that you that you uh we had a comment about someone saying that they don't want more of that stuff because um a lot of uh people in places and stuff that i've seen not with the z-rings but with the mega evolutions there were a lot of people who wanted more mega evolutions that i've seen um from newer generations and i would just weigh in on that by saying that i personally wouldn't mind if we got a few more mega evolutions as long as they were good they were off of good pokemon and they were well designed and you know all that kind of stuff at the same time that having said that i don't personally think we will get any more mega evolutions or z rings for that matter which yeah probably not I do not want any more Z moves. We've had way too many Z moves. I mean, Z moves were kind of cool, but they really overdid it with just too many Z moves. So yeah, I just really a, don't just want a big gimmick. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is mega evolutions were a gimmick from gen six. So I don't see them. I don't think actually originally, I don't think they were even supposed to come back in gen seven, but the fan uproar was so hot over it that they came out with those events yeah. to, uh, to give you the mega stone so that you could do the, the, um, the megas in gen 7. Yeah, but like uh,
0: they were such a big part of competitive battling though by then because Oh they, yeah, I was going to yeah. say
1: they they forever changed competitive battles. Yeah, yeah
0: so. yeah. so it's not it's not just like an additional move. It's it's you know an entirely new pokemon you have on your team pretty much.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um but yeah, having having said that, I don't feel like we are going to get any more mega evolutions or any more z moves in not either in let's go or in gen 8 when right. Out, I don't think we're gonna get it. well. Actually, now that I think about it, we'll probably get some other new crazy gimmick from Gen 8 when that eventually rolls out. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, unless they go back to basics, which maybe they're easing into that with uh, let's go Pikachu and Eevee going back to Gen 1. It could be, could but, be, yeah, but um, but yeah, so I think that covers pretty much everything. Um, I think so. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You and show here in the comment again, section, Crash, yeah, Captain BNR, check out his Pokemon channel on YouTube. Just search for I Captain, am the Tuber. Yes. Captain I, Captain B Nard.
1: Captain B Nard.
0: We'll find him on there. but um. Yes. But yeah. Competitive
1: battling is my game.
0: Thanks for watching and listening. Uh, Crash Love Gaming on YouTube, Captain B Nard on YouTube. Uh, we're on Pinecast, iTunes, and Google Play as well, audio only. Check them out, and we'll see you next time. And yes, next yes, time. you will, Joe. Yes, you will. I'll make you. I'll make you. I'll make you. I'll make you.